Hey Nomads, we're back, episode 14, holy cow, this is going to be an exciting one. Just kidding, I don't know why I'm being excited about this. We're talking about Game Pass. This is the Nomads of Fantasy podcast, my name is Brandon, I am the host, and I'm also here with Eric. Power your dreams. Uh, that is creepy. <laughs> Alright, and Dave? Uh, hello internet. I'm saying boring this week, I'm just saying hi. Classic. It's classic. Oh. Clean. It's uh, standard. No, it's good. Apple would be proud. Yeah, no, you know, you're consistent. No, it's good. Um, yeah, so no no miss a fantasy. We love to bebop around all the cool different worlds out there across movies, video games, TV shows. And, oh, man, this episode is crazy because we have an Xbox that gives us the ability to play on Game Pass. And it is like the highway of going in and out of all kinds of worlds in the video game space for better or worse and we'll get into that but before we do let's catch up what we've been up to i don't have much really to say i did a lot of crossover with dave uh on on the stuff i played and i watched like one movie but uh let's start with eric what have you been doing sure um speaking of game pass i played a, a bunch of game pass games over the past week so that's fitting um but i actually i told you guys i think it was last week or the week before you guys were talking about blood roots um oh yeah and i i actually tried that one out because i have it on my switch i just haven't booted it up um that game's fun i won't go over it again because just because you guys already covered it but it's a it's a fun game it's a little bit frustrating at times um like just i don't know i feel like sometimes it's kind of tough well I've, this is a lot to do with uh, the fact that i'm playing um on a switch in handheld mode and like the the character is like super small on the screen so it's mm. kind of tough to see what's going on it's probably much better playing it on a big screen um but i feel like sometimes like i'll try to hit an enemy and i just die randomly and i don't know why and i'll have to restart <laughs> again but it's overall it's fun i like it the different weapons you pick up just fucking going through like you said it's kind of like katana zero it's kind of more like a puzzle game you gotta figure out the best path to go with taking out all these enemies to get through the level that's one Um, where i i yell at the tv a lot when i play that one (laughs) because like you can swing you swing and you miss and you got like that half a second where you know the guy's just gonna punch you in the face and you gotta start over and fuck and you smack the couch and yeah but it's fun uh i'll probably keep going on that one a little bit um so let's see some other Game Pass games I tried out. Uh, a couple that came out really recently. Um, Atomicrops I checked out. Um, I'll just kind of run, oh, run how through is these that? pretty quick. I downloaded. It's it. fun. Um, it's like a pixel arty looking thing. It has a really funny like opening hand drawn animation like uh, like funny little background story thing, but it doesn't really relate to the game. It's just, I, it's just, I just feel like they wanted to create a fun opening, but I thought that was cool. Um, but the gameplay itself is like, I don't know, try to think like Stardew Valley mixed with like, I don't know, a twin six shooter tower defense type thing. Um, so you're planting your crops in your little plot um, and you're picking up seeds, you're exploring this like world, you're picking up seeds from around the world, you're planting them, watering them, all that stuff. And then when night comes, you have to defend your crops from like all these monsters that come and you basically got the guns. It's like a twin stick shooter. You shoot all these monsters cause they can steal your crops, which are 
you know, your crops are the way that you get money to get different upgrades and different equipment to um, improve your farm and all this stuff. I really didn't get too far into it. I only played about, it goes in days, which the days only last a couple minutes. Um, So, and there's also seasons like Stardew Valley. So I made it through like the first season from spring to summer. And that only took me, it took me like less than an hour. So I didn't play a ton of it. It's a fun little arcadey thing that, I, you know, I might go back to if I'm bored. But um, so that that was a fun one. Uh, what else? I so it's a perfect Game Pass game. That's what it is. Yeah, it so really is. You would um, never really buy it, but, you know, like try it out. That's, I mean, see what's up. I feel like that's how I approach Game Pass is I just look at the screenshots and be like, oh, yeah, that looks kind of fun and download it and then check it out. And, you know, if I don't like it, just uninstall it. Um Another one was Chris Tales. I don't know if you guys saw this one or heard of this one. Uh, another one. I really like the art. It's really nice hand-drawn art. Um, and that's kind of the extent of what I like about, <laughs> about it. Uh, it is like a JRPG, like turn-based combat. It does have this cool mechanic where, like, I don't know, you get imbued with this, like, divine power where you can see past, present, and future. So like the screen is divided. It's like a triangle. You're in the middle and the present. And then you could see the past and the future on either side of the screen. So you can see like one example would be like you plant a seed in the ground. In the past, it's just a plot of dirt. In the present, you can see a little sprout. And then in the future, you can see a fully That's fully pretty cool. Tree. Huh. Um, I really like the concept, but the gameplay and the story were just not grabbing me. Um and so I don't know. I feel like I didn't really give that a fair shake, but I kind of got bored with it. Uh, so I probably won't go back to that one. Uh, the one that really grabbed me that I downloaded was Lethal League Blaze. Um, so we try attempted to play this last night, but the servers were down or not working correctly. But I played a bunch of the single player. Um, and the best way to describe this is like... Uh, it's like a sports, it's kind of like a sports game. It's like a fighting game mixed with baseball, essentially. Um, it's like so one screen, though. You're like yep. looking at one screen. One screen. The gameplay is 2D. It's like Street Fighter or Mortal Kombat where like the screen is like the fight. Like, yep. That's it. Yep. So you're basically just smacking this ball back and forth. Um, and like the more times in a row you hit it, the faster and faster it goes. Um, and like your goal is to basically knock out the other person, hit them with the ball. Um, like you each got a health meter and like, I think once you get like five, they call them bursts. Um, so you have basically have five lives. And then once you, the first person. And it bounces off of every. Oh yeah. It bounces all like all around the screen. It's, it's pretty insane. Like when you hit it, like I had it going really fast last night. Like we hit it like 10 times in a row. Um, I think it maxes out eventually. Um, and it's just like insane. And then the faster you hit it, the more likely, the more likely you are to get like a one hit kill. So if you get it going really fast, you can take their whole health meter down like all the way. Um, like one hit will just take a little bit off, but the faster you get it going, the more you'll damage them. And then there's like special power ups and stuff and different modes. It's, it's really cool. Uh, I'll probably go back to that one a little bit more. Um, and then I'm continuing on my uh, Harry Potter uh, yeah. journey. I'm like completely entrenching myself in the Potterverse. Um, mm. So I'm on the Goblet of Fire with the movies, the wife and I. 
Um, I actually, I've never read the books, so I started reading uh, the first book, um, which nice. has been cool. I mean, I, I haven't gotten too far into it, but I'm enjoying that. I'm not really a book guy. There's I, a, I, you know, there's a ton of stuff in the books that they left out of the movies. A lot of little details yeah. and stuff like that. So the books definitely give you like a, them. yeah, they give you a, a better view of what's going on in the world. And it's kind of nice then if you're watching the movies first, you know the story, but so you can have like yep. char- characters in your head that you know who they are. So when exactly. they start mention like a thousand characters in the books, like it kind of makes a lot of more sense, I think. That's yep. cool though. Sweet. So I got, I got, I got the movies. I got the books. I want to do video games too. I just watched the trailer for Hogwarts Legacy today. Just oh, to that looks so again, good. That game looks amazing. Um, there's a Game Boy Advance version of the Prisoner of Azkaban, which I want to play because I remember playing that as a kid and really enjoying it. Which it's weird. It's like a turn-based RPG, um, and it, I remember it being really cool. So I'm I'm pretty into Harry Potter right this now. This might this might date the podcast a little bit, but there is an I believe the Xbox game sale is still going right now. And the Lego Harry Potter years one through seven games is ten bucks right now. So oh, that, that, I get that. that may yeah, be a good one just to grab. You know, you didn't maybe not play it you know, you don't have to play it right away, but it's seems like it's definitely worth yep. it. I mean it's a fucking Lego game, so they're they're all got the same yeah, kind you know of what shit to, expect. to them. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, the other thing, the last thing that I've been watching, uh, I brought this up with you guys is I think you should leave, um, mm. and it on Netflix and it's fucking hilarious. Um, I know Brandon's sketch watched comedy. a little bit of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's a sketch comedy show, uh, created by Tim Robinson, former SNL writer and cast member. And there's some other SNL alums and cast members that appear for like cameos and stuff. And, Help out with writing. I think Andy Samberg is an executive producer on it too. Nice. Um, but it's it's just fucking hilarious. Like, I mean, with any sketch comedy, some are gonna hit and some are gonna miss. Um, but most of them have been pretty fucking funny. Um, and it's you know, I feel like it's kind of it has to be your kind of sense of humor to enjoy it. Like it's more of that like random humor. Like, I don't know how to describe it. It is. It definitely gets extreme. You don't know where he's going to go. But mm-hmm. it's, he, he's like, I don't know, he's got that style where it's um deadpan. Like, he, what he's yep. doing is ridiculous, but he's reacting like it's not. Right, exactly. You know? That's what's so funny about it. like, if you like it. that humor, it's, yeah. Yep, so that's the one I wanted to shout out quick. Um, and, yeah, that's all I had. Nice. What about you, Dave? Um, well, uh, as the last couple of weeks have been going, I've been chipping away at my hero, Academia. Hell yes. So that one's good. I'm almost done with season two. We finished the the fighting tournament or whatever. They're all back in class. They're picking hero names. Freaking Explodey Hands bak- Bakugo. Is that it? Yep. That's okay. It. Explodey Hands. Uh, he won the tournament and... It was being really weird about it. I don't know. But that one's going good. Um, me and Brandon played a chunk of Smite this week. That was uh, that was one that we like flip back into rotation every once in a while. That's a good one. It's a free-to-play yeah. third-person MOBA. Um, so multiplayer online battle arena. Um, and it's all gods from like Chinese, Egyptian, 
Greek, Hindu, Japanese, all these mythologies or whatever. And you're just trying to uh, destroy the other person's towers at the end. Your standard MOBA. You got your little minions that charge down the lanes and all that kind of stuff. But that one is, I mean, they just keep going and going and going with that I mean, one. we're not big MOBA fans either. No. It's not like we're like, this is our genre. We just like Smite because it's like the characters, it's... Mm-hmm. it's there's so many and they're all so different that's the beauty is like how they like, well they are designed each character and the fact know, that they're they're, just... they're all based in some sort of mythology so you kind of have like a little bit of like i don't know backstory to them in your head or you kind of you've heard of them before not like uh i don't know like league of legends where you could pick any guy off of the roster and like i don't i don't know who any of these guys are but They've, I mean, they've added so many. I think I saw that they're up to 115 gods in that game. Holy f- shit. Yeah, when we first started, they were in like probably like the 40s, 50s, maybe. I think it was, it's got to be like five or six years ago. When we get the, you, you buy it and you get all present and future gods. So no matter, yeah. So no matter how many additions they do, you're automatically going to have all the characters to play with. So that was cool to wow. just jump back and in. To here and there because you know try a new god play a, an arena just mess around because it's not that serious in the arenas so you can screw around with that um they added uh correct me if i'm wrong luminous right luminous, that is correct yes they added that to game pass and that's the one i've always wanted to play because it's it looks tetrisy but it's when you start playing and it, it's definitely not tetrisy it's a puzzle game where you're dropping these like bricks of four it's almost now. like a rhythm puzzle game like yeah i am not really that fast i was get i was getting worked in there but uh that one's cool that's one i want to that's like one where you know i have only got like 20 minutes to play i'm just gonna play around a luminous and throw that in it's get scratches that like tetris effect itch where it's got like the cranking techno music and shiny yeah. sparkly graphics and all sorts of stuff but that was a PSP game, I want to say, when they first yep, came out. Originally, yeah. Yeah, so I've never played it before, so it was it's cool. I'm always down for a puzzle game, but um, that one's cool. Uh, there was a sale on Xbox I mentioned before. I grabbed the Castlevania collection, and I ripped through Castlevania 1, and I stalled out on the Dracula's final level, but that <laughs> one's got, like, I think they have, like, eight Castlevania games in there, and it's kind of crazy because they put out, like, eight Castlevania games in like six or seven years between like Nintendo, Super Nintendo, Game Boy and all those. So they, they were crushing it for a little bit on there. It's a lot of, I mean, a lot of, they're not very much different from each other. It's kind of the same side scrolly platformy whip a ghost in the face and, you know, go around and do your thing. But, uh, that was one of like my, you know, when you're a kid and you got an NES and you have like back in the, back in the eighties, you have like you get an NES, and the only way you're getting a new game is you're going to Blockbuster, or you're trading with a friend, and that was like one of my core six, seven games that I had with the console. So uh, that one was good. I probably should have streamed it, but meh, didn't feel like it this week. So that might come back. And then uh, last one I got uh, was on sale this week. It was Flashback. Um, it's a game that came out back in 1992. And it's gotten like, it's come out on a ton of platforms since it first came out. Uh, I think it was originally created for the Mega Drive, 
Genesis, but then got ported to like MS-DOS and, you know, all the standards, Super NES, everything. It's technically a uh, cinematic platform is what platformer is what they have it categorized as. Mm -hmm. Um, It reminded me a lot of a game that came out from the same publisher back in those days, Delphine Software. And it's like a, it was a French publisher or whatever, but they did rotoscoping on all the characters. So like for the time, like all the animations for all the characters are like weirdly super smooth. Um, but it's, I don't know. It's not, I guess I'm playing with the updated graphics, but like, you know, it's got like the character animations where you got to like wait for the animation to end before you can do your next thing. And the controls right, are very uh, precise timing, right? Yeah, controls are kind of clunky and all over the place, but that one was pretty cool. It's you're kind of it's you got like puzzles to solve and you got to figure out uh you know, I got to charge up this thing to power the elevator over here, but I got to get past these two dudes. If I shoot this rope, it'll drop a rock on them and it's a lot of environmental puzzle solving kind of stuff so that one was cool uh definitely gonna try and finish that one up because another world or out of this world or whatever you want to call it that one came out i think the year before um yeah and it had same publisher different guy made it but it had like the same you know rotoscoped character animation stuff too but that one was one of my favorites growing up so uh definitely gonna try and crush my way through this one uh hopefully stay off of the internet and not get too frustrated with anything that's the one thing that i get stuck with some of these because i don't know if the like is the puzzle just you know weird or is it me or is it should i just google it and solve it and move on to the next thing and keep going so i'm gonna try and stay off of google and just kind of brute force my way through it but that's about what i got in this week wasn't a ton but it was enough, enough games, enough movies, or enough My Hero to satisfy me. <laughs> what you got, Brandon? Uh, we played Smite together. Um, yeah. Uh, we tried playing some Game Pass games together, and that didn't yeah, work. Yeah, we did. That didn't work as well. Didn't work out very well. Yeah, yeah I couldn't really join Ascent with you guys. The that, Ascent, that really annoyed me, because you guys the Ascent's multiplayer is busted. Yeah, so that's that was annoying. Um I think I was just snuck in more of my Assassin's Creed Odyssey for a little bit, but I did watch... Okay, so I got to do some uh, some maintenance. Uh, oh, yeah. I got to yeah. clean up what I was saying last week. Thank you, Eric, for pointing this out. Let it out. I kept saying fucking uh, rear view mirror or something like that, like a Pearl Jam song. I meant... When I was talking about that Alfred Hitchcock movie, it's called Rear <laughs> Window. And anyways, everything else I said about that still stands but I got the name wrong and then I remembered that Disturbia which I watched one time and fell asleep and I was like alright I probably should go back and watch this because this is apparently like a an unofficial remake in a way right it's basically yeah it's the same concept yeah. essentially oh, that's cool. yeah so I saw that I'm a fan of Disturbia it's got a 69 out of I know you track. didn't feel the same well my problem was this movie came out in 2007 my problem was that what I liked about Rear Window was the gimmick of it was one set the cameraman is in Jimmy Stewart's studio apartment and that's it and you never leave it 
and if people go and interact with the other room, uh, other like apartments, you just see them go there from a distance. And I thought yep. that was really cool. So when I watched Disturbia, all that's thrown out the window. It's probably more like half the movie um, is from his perspective, following him around. But it starts off with him if punching like a teacher. To... It's like you're on campus. It's <laughs> and then like it ends. I don't know. So it's oh, it's like it definitely felt like it was made in 2007 with like the limited technology, the way he did. The only thing that I really liked was how he um, was looking for his border, like where how far he could go before it would set off the. Um, you know, like the, the the thing on his leg, the, um, the ankle bracelet, the anchor, yeah, ankle bracelet, yeah. But like you know, like the cop, the, like the guy. So that he punched his teacher because his dad died. Oh my god! <laughs> There's a scene that opens up. He's out fishing with his dad. It's really lame, and him and his dad are driving home. Get him a car accident. Dad dies in the car accident, and he's just got like this, you know. Um, he guilt that he's kind of the reason why his dad died, even though it's really not his fault. But anyways, so he's got this attitude and he punches his teacher. And anyway, so when he gets unlocked down in his house, um, just ugh, the cop is like the cousin or something like that of the, the teacher to get punched. So it was just like, it's being a so dick. You, you knew that he was like, they said they did it too early. So that you knew that this cop was going to be difficult from here on out. And I would have rather that the cop was difficult, whatever. I mean, this isn't like a, an amazing movie. It's just like a fun teenage flick. It's fun. Know, whatever. You yeah. know, it is what it is. But um, I, there's a couple scenes I like that ends kind of, it's very flat. There's no catch. They did not evolve the idea of like, because in Rear Window, Jimmy Stewart thinks this guy killed his wife. She disappears, thinks he killed her, and he's getting rid of the body. And he has no proof, so he's trying to, like, figure it out and having sending people over to the apartment to figure it out for him and, and investigate mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But, um, you know... If that's what you liked about Rear Window, like I said, I've told you this before, but you need to watch uh, The Woman I do. in the Window. Well, I do. I need, this, I need another one. Be- that's a much... I, that's a much fa- more faithful uh, rendition of Rear Window. Well, both of these movies, like, what I was going to say was that they both of them, they did the same thing, which I don't really think it was It was kind of safe. Although one was made in the 50s, one was made in 2007, where the guy that he thinks did kill his wife ultimately does end up becoming, like, he, he knew all along. There's no, like, oh, my God, what if, or, like, a catch, or... Well, that's the that's the interesting thing about the woman in the window okay, is that there okay. is a I, I, twist. Yeah, I want a twist. I was expecting a twist, but there's nothing. And this movie was just absurd. There was like a stupid scene where his buddy fucking like disappears in the guy's house that he thinks his neighbor is like a killer, and his buddy like you assume he's dead, and then um, Shia LaBeouf, Shia LaBeouf, Shia LaBeouf, he um. Jail yeah, he gets yeah. a phone call and it's a video or I don't know something of his buddy like dead, like curled up. Ah, and he wasn't dead. He was pranking him. It was just like it made no sense because he almost died and he thought it would be. Like, it, it was just to get like suspense. It, it was like the movie. The movie. I don't know. Whatever. I I, I should beat this movie up. It's not a great movie. <laughs> it's okay. Also. 
We have to do our re- review on Disturbia next. No, because this is it. Shia LaBeouf. Also, <laughs> I don't understand. I don't understand what he, I, I don't mind him, but like I don't understand. He always is the same guy in oh, movies where he's like, he's like geeky, right? He's like dorky, but he acts like he's from the streets. Hey, yo, mom, what's going on? We talked about Shia LaBeouf last week. Yeah. <laughs> Why are we talking he, so much about Shia LaBeouf? It's, it's weird. The cast. But listen, when you watch him talk. And the way he acts, he acts like he's like a thug, and he's like all—he's always like trying to be all super smooth in everything he does. But he's casted as like these geeky characters. It's weird. It's it, that was annoying. That was very much. It was very much a time and place thing. Like he was so popular in the mid two thousands, and that's how everybody acted in the mid two thousands in movies. Like Thanks. that was just a very much uh, a product of its time. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks, Fred Durst. Oh Look my what you God. did! Yeah, God. yeah. <laughs> Look what you did, you little jerk. <laughs> um, all right, well that's it. Other, yeah, I didn't really play too much. I, I watched that movie. My kids are getting into the new Ducktales, which is awesome because we're constantly singing the Ducktales theme song. But what's weird that's is cool. that Huey, Dewey, and Louie, I think, had amazing voices with the the cartoon that I grew up with. You know, like that scratchy kind of Donald Duck voice. But now they talk with perfect, like, English. There's no... What? Yeah, it's weird. So, like, hey, huh. Uncle Scrooge. Hey, Uncle Scrooge. You know, they're not, like, doing the, hey, Uncle Scrooge, or whatever that thing is. Like, they don't have that. Like, that's what <laughs> that's what the ducks are supposed to have. So it, it throws me off because um, Donald Duck still shows up, and he can't understand him, and he still sounds like Donald Duck. He's got the Donald Duck voice, but these nephews now just, like, talk like teenagers. It's weird. Ducks don't have lips. They can't enunciate. That <laughs> just blows blows my mind hearing that. True. Yeah. I don't know. Doesn't like Donald Duck not wear like pants or something like that? Um, also also true. Yeah. Donald Duck and mm-hmm. Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. And, Fucking perverts. And Goofy can talk. Perverts. Goofy can talk, but Pluto can't. I don't know. Uh, yeah. So that was it. I just watched Disturbia. I wanted to fix that. I saw that re- uh, it was rear window that I saw. Um and I, yeah, I played Smite with Dave, and I, that game's fantastic. I love it. I love going back to that game, and I love that I spent like twenty bucks, Classic. like years ago, and I'm still getting shit for it for like not for free, but I just get it. I love it. Great value. Mm-hmm. Okay, well we caught up. Let's get into this episode right after this. All right, we're back, and we're talking, we're talking Game Pass. Uh, now, real quick, just in case for some reason you're listening to this podcast where we talk about video games, um, and you don't know what it is, who wants to explain what Game Pass is real quick before we get into it? Because this is the Xbox exclusive. Microsoft I think if you want to, if you want to boil it down to like the bare bones of it, it's Netflix for games. Yeah, basically yeah, Microsoft reductive way Microsoft's subscription service where you pay 15 bucks a month and you get access to I can't even tell you how many games hundreds hundreds of games yeah hundreds definitely hundreds they're just cycling them in and out kind of the same way Netflix does um, there's a couple different versions of it there's standard game pass 
which is 10 bucks a month. And then there's the Ultimate Game Pass, which is 15 bucks a month, but it includes uh, all the EA Play games. It includes Xbox Live Gold, so you can play online. It includes uh, Game Pass for PC and cloud gaming as well, which I have yet to tap into, but that one. Yeah. Strange, right. Right. Normally you download the games to your console. Um, they're, they've just rolled out the streaming stuff recently. Right. Yeah. And, and, and it's, August, I mean, we just got into August 2021 and that's what's going on with Xbox right now. I mean, the pricing will change, the services are going to change, mm-hmm. but what we're all noticing is that it's, you're getting so much value for, I think, a very, very affordable price. And who knows what else they're adding. I mean, they, they just added Bethesda to the Microsoft catalog. And was EA Play, when did that join? That was that was semi-recently, a couple months ago from from today. Um, which, yeah, adds their whole catalog of EA Play games because um, EA has their own subscription service where you can pay a certain price and get access to uh, a bunch of their library. And now it's all in Game Pass. So you got all the Star Wars games, Battlefront, uh, Jedi Fallen Order, you got all the sports franchises, Madden, 2K, all that stuff, FIFA, um, and not to mention like some other third party stuff. As of September 2020. Yeah, some you got like Titanfall, like anything published by EA, um, except for like the newest releases, are now in Game Pass. Yeah. Like, I think it's the EA the EA Vault they call it, but right like so madden will probably be get added to it you know halfway through the football season or fifa you know a couple months mm-hmm. after it comes out and stuff like that but it's it's yeah they, pretty impressive skate games yeah it's it's insane um and now with uh you know microsoft just acquiring bethesda not too long ago you got anything published by zenimax bethesda on there now including you know all the Elder Scrolls games, uh, Dishonored, Doom, like all that stuff under that umbrella is now on Xbox Game Pass, which is just insane. So, well, just to compare it, I guess, because Eric, you're you subscribe to Nintendo's online service and you do you subscribe to PS Plus? I've I do subscribe to PS Plus. They also have PlayStation also has PS Now, PlayStation Now, which is more similar to Game Pass. Um but with PlayStation Now, it's all older games. Like with Xbox, you know, all their first-party studios, all of their first-party studio games are released day and date on Game Pass. Which um, is huge. One, which is insane. It's not the same for PlayStation Now. Um, like you're not getting Sony, you're not getting The Last of Us Part Two on PlayStation Now. Can I, can I, can I interject and ask you guys a question um, about that, actually? Like that right there, what you just said? Yeah, because it is huge. So, every everybody knows that like going into well, I guess we'll say last gen, the Xbox One and PS Four, it was kind of anybody's, even Nintendo, even though they kind of fucked up with the Nintendo Wii, they still had the or Wii U. The Wii was still you know whatever it's Nintendo. Leave, leave the Wii U um, this alone. This gen, it's it is yeah. Dave's <laughs> one of the five people that bought it. Um, so. But Xbox and PlayStation were kind of toe-to-toe going into this generation. They both did a lot for the their previous generation with the 360 and the PS3. Um, when this generation came out, Xbox fell on their face. They really dropped the ball with how they were approaching the new gen. It just didn't... 
some things were ahead of the curve, I think, and other things were kind of like just not cool, man. And it made things look kind of complicated. And PlayStation was there to be like, guess what? Not only that, but we have this, 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 and this. And it just, it just fell in their lap and they killed it, right? They had amazing exclusives. So Xbox didn't have exclusives. And the exclusives they had, they didn't really, they weren't reasoned enough to buy the console. So how do you guys feel about that that whole setup where Xbox kind of like they were the console to watch and then PlayStation just did what they usually do and they just kind of delivered amazing games and they didn't really complicate that. But Xbox fucked up a little bit with their fan base. They lost a lot of them to PlayStation and what do you do? You don't have the, you don't have the exclusives to get people a reason to buy your console even still. So obviously game pass was, I think kind of like a way, a reason to come to us because they didn't have exclusives really on there. Like, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Halo five gears of war, sea of thieves eventually, but game pass was, what was it? You know, was it the result of Xbox? Like what else do we got? And they're like, shit, we're Microsoft. We've got the cloud. We've got, We've got money. Let's let's figure yeah. this out. If we can't beat them in that and making the best exclusives like Mario and Zelda and fucking Uncharted and God of War, if we if they can't do that, Xbox had to do something. I believe that that's why Game Pass came out. I think you're right. They 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 knew they couldn't compete with like yeah, like you said, Sony and Nintendo first party studio games coming out. Um, and they still can't honestly they, no they still can't and they had to they had to change their uh mindset a little bit and like you said focus on what they're good at focus on their strengths which is technology their you know cloud stack like insane cloud servers that they have and all that stuff um so they built up this technology and threw all their first party games on it and said, Hey, for this one flat fee, you can literally play all of our games. Um, you just download them to your console. Was that on launch or was uh, that like a promise think, to come or I can't remember how that I don't remember down. what actually launched with game pass. Um, but I, I think it was like all of Microsoft's first party offerings. Originally. They were, they were separate for a while because Game Pass Ultimate didn't come around until maybe right. last year sometime. And I think it's that's when Microsoft shifted from like, all right, let's try and make, you know, sweet first party games to like promoting Xbox more as a service rather than as like a plat like it is a platform, exactly. but like I don't know. I think of it like I know, I just reserved an OLED switch for the kid for Christmas. So I'll be getting into that, but like I noticed you buy the game and you gotta buy, you know, this sixty dollar game, this sixty dollar game, that sixty dollar game if you wanna hit all of the first party stuff for Nintendo. Same thing with, you know, PlayStation. You gotta get God of War, you gotta go get those Uncharted, you gotta get Spider Man, and you're just racking up, you know, so you get three games, that's a hundred yeah. that's a hundred and eighty bucks. That's like, you know, two three years of game pass so really all you need is all you need when you get into the xbox ecosystem is you just need an xbox and you need game pass and you immediately have like 300 whatever games yeah to just yeah just to, yeah. out of the gate you're already your library is just enormous they've brought it up nintendo and sony are focused on their first party offerings which they are using to sell their consoles like 
um, you know, PS4. The reason you buy a PS4 is for those PlayStation exclusives. Um, and Xbox isn't right. I mean, so, and they're sticking with it for the PS5 too, clearly. Um, so they're not really evolving. PlayStation isn't evolving just yet. Same with Nintendo. They're sticking to their first party stuff and they're focusing on that to sell consoles. Um, I mean, it's no secret that I'm a big PlayStation and Nintendo fan. I, you know, I'm not, I mean, I'm more of an Xbox fan now than I have been ever, um, because of Game Pass, uh, really. Um, I mean, the reason I got, I mean, I only have a base Xbox One, uh, original Xbox One, and the only reason I got it was to play Game Pass on it. Um, it's getting up to the point where I need to upgrade, like we were playing, when we were playing The Ascent, uh, it's, it's pretty rough on the original Xbox. Oh, okay. Dave and I are on Xbox One X. Yeah, so, um, I mean, just talking about the, like, I'll just go right into this talking about like the Bethesda acquisition. I mean, Skyrim is my favorite game of all time. Um, and if the next elder scrolls game, since Bethesda is now owned by Microsoft exclusively comes to Xbox, then that will be a huge selling point for me to spend the money to get a next generation Xbox console, like the series S or whatever, something that can play, the Elder Scrolls game, because I would rather, much rather, I already have Game Pass, play it on there, than spend $70 on PlayStation 5 to play Elder Scrolls 6, you know? And that's that's the selling point of Game Pass. And it, or even when Starfield comes out, because I think the, the, main, too. I, the yeah, main shift exactly. when you knew that, you know, Game Pass, I mean, they started to be like, you know, oh, they, they fucking mean business, is when they started scooping up and acquiring like all these studios and bringing them into like the first party library so now they're up i mean i don't know what they had initially but they're up to what, 23 i think we said earlier 23 first yeah. party studios can i run this down really quick just to just a quick uh just hit me with it list so okay here we go subsidiaries and divisions um of xbox game studios 343 studios which is halo the Coalition, which is Gears of War, uh, Compulsion Games, um, which are developers of We Happy Few, Double Fine, uh, which is you know Tim Schafer, Psychonauts, The Initiative, um, which was it's a new it's one of their new studios that's uh, developing a first party game um, in Exile, uh, Mojang Studios, which mine developers of Minecraft, yep. yeah. Ninja Ninja Theory, uh, which is Hellblade, Senua Sacrifice, Obsidian, which, you know, huge uh, role-playing. Outer Worlds, their new game, Avowed, uh, coming up uh, eventually. Playground Games, Games, which is Forza Horizon and the new Fable game. Rare, Sea of Thieves. Um, Turn 10 Studios, which is the Forza Motorsport series. Undead Undead Labs, um, which is State of Decay. Uh, World's Edge, which is um, created internally to oversee the Age of Empires franchise, which is interesting. And mm. then Xbox Game Studios Publishing, which is just their uh, publishing arm. And then after that, you have the Zenimax um, Media and Bethesda Softworks uh, slate, which is Alpha Dog Games, there, which is a mobile developer. Arcane Studios, which is Dishonored and Deathloop coming up. Bethesda Games Studios, which is Elder Scrolls and Fallout, uh, id Software, which is Doom, Machine Games for Wolfenstein, uh, Roundhouse Studios, um, 
which is a relatively new one, Tango Gameworks, um, and then you have Zenimax Online Studios working on the Elder Scrolls Online. So any game, past or future, uh, developed by any of those studios is on Game Pass and will be on Game Pass. Just think about that. So it's so many studios. Um, I'm looking at subscribers. In the third quarter uh, of 2020, it said they had over 10 million uh, subscribers. Um, September 2020, they had 15 million. And in January uh, of 2021, a few months later, 18 million. It is August. I don't see numbers for that. But if we went from 10 to almost 20, I mean, let's say there's 20. I mean, we're adding two more. That's very possible. That's fucking insane. When did Bethesda happen? Because if that shit was already going up that extreme, like projecting that high with that many subscribers. I'm, I'm looking at numbers that from that 18 million that from, uh, what is this site? Uh, it's a HT tech or whatever. They say that 18 million adds up to about $270 million per month, which equates to $3.2 billion a year, which is just absolutely fucking insane. So and now li- listen to this. So I saw on Wikipedia, they say that um, Phil Spencer has made co- several comments about how they compensate developers. That yeah. That's what I, was gonna, put- I wanted to touch on dude. So, yeah, so did you see that they they cover the cost of production for the game? <gasps> That's insane. That's, but if they're pulling those kind insane. of dollars, that I mean, I knew Microsoft made money. But with Game Pass making that kind of money, now that makes more sense. Especially, like, indie developers. Like, if you're an indie developer and you get brought underneath, like, the Microsoft wing because Deal you got... Deal with Game Pass, yeah. Yeah, It seems like the dream. You got a good, you got a good product and they're going to support you. Like, it seems like that's like a solid foundation to help, you know, give your company like steady income. And so, you know, you don't have to struggle and kickstart, you know, bullshit projects and stuff like that. That seems. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't like know if there's any, if, I don't know if you've seen any Brandon, any in your research, like what uh, something like an indie developer putting on their a game on game pass um what the kickback is to them like i'm assuming they get some sort of percentage of like subscriptions but i mean i haven't seen any uh numbers like that before um, i am unimpressed with uh the information i'm i'm able to dig up now obviously i'm not a journalist and i just do this all freaking day i'm sure there's like ways to get this data i didn't find it but like nobody's really talking about there's just re- like I was saying earlier um, before we recorded where people are just reviewing the content and they're talking about the obvious things. But when we like stop and think about this, like what is really going to happen? Um, right. Like, let's really get into uh, what I want to talk about. It's just like Dave, right? We've been there. You and I are 40 fucking years old. We were there and Eric, you, you were there too for this actually. When, when you bought, you went, you rented the video game for the weekend right oh yeah it maybe it's there maybe that new maybe the new mortal kombat's there maybe the new banjo kazooie's there whatever you go it's rented damn right or maybe you got it you don't even know if it's good you just know it you got it you go home you play it that's it that is it you just like i'm gonna just beat this game even if i like you liked it because 
that was all you played that week. It was something to play. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. But today, it's like a dreamer's paradise from that era. Now, I'm not thinking about our, like our kids are going to grow into this thing where they just got at the click of a button every video game that's been around in remasters. But I'm just saying, like, us, it's finally come where, like, we can just play almost everything. Not everything, but all, so much. Just, like, it truly is a lot. And games have only gotten better, I think. They're getting more beautiful, more challenging, more interesting. Obviously, there's a lot of ones that are just kind of writing the coattails of others and all that stuff. But um, it, it makes you wonder, though, Dave, right? You're looking at your library. What, what are you going to play? <laughs> but it's, play? I get a lot of that paralysis by analysis where I just see, like, my Xbox has, like, 300 games on it because I have a four terabyte external drive that's just chock full of everything that I, you know, anything that looks interesting, I'm immediately just downloading and stuff like Hit that. the download button, yep. But it kind of, I don't know, it makes it, because Switch and PlayStation had the, those like indie games that like you had to, you could only get on, like Hades, like for a while was only on Switch, I believe. Mm-hmm. And that's and something PC, that's, yep. yeah, it's coming to Game Pass this in a week or two, but like, does that, does that shift like the like I you know I got a couple consoles at home. Does it shift things from like Xbox is the one that I go to to play all my games on, and then PlayStation I just play I just play their exclusives or whatever because like the third party games that come out for multiple consoles like you're gonna like whatever I get it for free over here. Why am I gonna give Sony you know twenty five bucks or twenty bucks to play this indie game when I get it for free on Xbox? Like it kind of gives that free? shift. Because you are spending uh, well over $100 to have the ability to play that game when it's on Game Pass. It is interesting, though, right? Because, like, you could go to PlayStation and spend the $20, but you own it. You fucking own it. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. On, on Xbox Game Pass, right, we have all been there. You download a game. You're already working through another game. Maybe it's a bigger game. Maybe it's something you even bought for, like, 60 bucks. You're working through it. And then you're like, oh, shit, that's right. I want to go back and get back into that game. And it's gone, right? <laughs> that is the you, worst. That's you're oh, yeah. you're renting, you're renting so the ability times. to play it. Yeah. And, and, like, yeah. and they like they don't have a UI, a user interface element to, to let us know that, hey, this is not on Game Pass anymore. Maybe the, the only, Game Pass they have logo one goes thing. away. Yes, that's the only thing they have is the little Game Pass logo in the corner. If it's downloaded and I don't own it and it's on and it's not in Game Pass, then just make the Game Pass logo not white. Make it yellow or black or, or red. Or put a big old X on the game. Like, no, you can't play this anymore, you know? <laughs> yeah, 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 some kind of indicator to let us know that it's Cause like Cause that This happened to me. This happened to me the other week. Yeah, I was going to play Observation like I was talking about. I hit it and it booted me to the store. It's like, but you need to buy this game. I'm like, oh shit, it's now, not on Game Pass. Is anymore. that is that mainly third party games that they add remove? Because it's all first party stuff just like on there. Oh yeah, it's all good. thirty party third party. First party so, is never going away. Yeah, so that's that's the one Correct. trick. So that's I mean that's the worst part about it. Like you finally decide on what you want to play and you press the button and get booted to the store, but. Yeah, they so, give you the yeah. little. They give you a little warning. They have a leaving soon category now too, but you gotta actually right. remember to go and like delete those games or you know finish them up oh, or really? stuff like that. Oh. It's mm. at the top of the of the game pass menus. But... Can I bring up something? Um, so we've talked a lot about. I mean, whatever. This sounds like a game pass ad. Like you know, we love game <laughs> pass, which we we all do. 
how can they're... you not though? It's tough. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, let me let me bring up something that is possibly um, a negative effect of Game Pass, especially on smaller developers. Um, so I we've definitely all done this before. We download a game, you know, that looks interesting. Okay, let's try it out. So we boot it up. We try it out for maybe 10 minutes. And if it doesn't grab your interest right away, you shut it down, you uninstall it, and you never think about it again. You're never going back to that game ever again. After you try it once and you don't like it within the first 10 minutes, Game Pass gives us that luxury to say, okay, let me download this. And if I don't like it within 10 minutes, I can just uninstall it and never think about it again and never play it again. Um, And that's, you know, that's shortchanging developers. Yeah, that worked so hard on this. You have no investment. You didn't pay, you know, 20 bucks for this game. Because if you, you know, if you use your own money, like go to the store, hit the pay button and download it. And you you would definitely give it more of a chance than just 10 minutes and then uninstalling it. It's like um, the ADHD gaming. Right. Exactly. There's so many <laughs> options. There's so many options now, like we were saying, you know, analysis, uh, paralysis by analysis, like, okay, I'm going to try this one out. And if it, you know, if I don't jive with it within the first 10 minutes, I'm moving on to something else and never thinking about that game again. It's just like you see something and like if it's all by itself, like you bought that game, you're more willing to spend your time Definitely. playing that game. Dude, I bought Assassin's Creed Odyssey on sale. For $30, I spent 7 bucks, maybe, $10 maybe on like the Atlantis DLC because I thought that might be cool and I still can't even get to it because I got to beat the <laughs> campaign to get to it. But anyways, I've logged in 65 fucking hours in this goddamn game for $30 and I'm spending $15 a month to have access to these games and I'm and it's like I'm holding them at like such a high standard. It's like... I don't know. The voice acting is just not good enough, and I'll just leave. You know, and it's just, dude. And I, I made a joke I just to you, Eric. About... We're like, how many of these artists and developers like miss birthdays? They yes. they they didn't spend right. time with their wife. They didn't they didn't go and do things. They didn't live their life. They poured their heart and soul into making this game, and then like I, they maybe even like the, the even the hardest stuff, the most beautiful stuff, is like five hours in. But I'm at the 30-minute mark, and I'm like, you know what? Nah, nah. What do I care? There's 50 other games like this that I could play. Lined up, yeah, exactly. And it's just like, you don't. there's no investment. But if, if you bought that game for five fucking dollars, you probably would check out the first 10 hours because yeah. you took five. It's weird. It's just this it weird, weird thing. You do this for, and we do this for, if we all do this, though, what are we doing to the developers? It's just crazy to think. It's just crazy. Like everybody, everybody likes a certain different flavor. Everybody likes a different genre of game. How many games have you played on there that you would have never paid the 10, 10, 20, $30 for because you wouldn't have even heard of it. That you is wouldn't a have, good counter. You would have never tried of it. So there's those, che- oh, yeah. there's those cheesy oh, yeah. potatoes in the buffet. And you're like, I do like potatoes, but I also like cheese. And you try those cheesy potatoes and it ends up being your favorite new meal. So like there's probably it goes it goes both ways where like you can yeah you can play a game for 20 minutes and you're like nah but like the part of it that also like plays into it is that like we all have game pass so if if the ascent came out and it cost 40 bucks we'll say 40 bucks it's an indian no i wouldn't buy it yeah you wouldn't wouldn't buy it. it so 
how like that also lends to the fact that like I know you guys have Game Pass, so I know you have access to this game. Like we would have never played Dark Alliance together if we all didn't That's have Game Pass. Point. We would never have played The Ascent together if we all didn't have Game Pass. So at the same right, time, right, it's exactly. it's expanding your palate, you know. You're trying those cheesy potatoes that you never thought you would have liked. I mean, I just want to have the conversation of the good and the bad. I just think that, like, when I was trying to do research on this, everybody was just, they're just talking about the good, like, which is obvious. Like, this is so good. But it is. It's like, it's so good. Is there any bad going on? Is there any harm? What are, You know, what are we doing? The tough part is we don't know what the developer is getting out of putting their game on right. Game Pass. It's like, we don't, we this don't game, back on that. they might have gotten... F- enough funding they must have gotten enough funding because maybe they that maybe game pass gives them enough stability so they can make their next game that next game isn't that that brings up another interesting point about developers if microsoft if you know if if a if a developer has i mean i i would hope to think that you know a developer is passionate about what they work on and want to put out a good product but if they do have the power of microsoft and their money supporting them and they know they're going to get paid no matter what. Like, they know that they're going to get paid no matter if nobody plays this game or if it's a piece of shit or whatever. Um, does that affect the quality of games that are going on Game Pass as well? You know, I don't no, know. I'll tell you this. I don't think I've ever played a game. It might not be for me, but I've never played. I thought about that. But, like, you ever play games on your phone? There's so many games that are just, like, yeah. not deep. They're, like, they're pretty, but they're not fun to play. There's not much to them. That's why I don't play games on my phone. But, like, it, Game Pass, I'll have to say, every game, even if it's not for me, has a level of quality. Like, it's truly the one example, a good game. The one example that sticks in my mind is Crackdown 3. Mm. Um, oh, they're exclusive. That's, but they, yeah, that's um, a tough one. That's, all right, fine, fine. So, but there's, yeah. That's, I mean, that's a, whatever. I mean, that was a troubled development anyways. Um, yeah. It took fucking years for it to come out, but that one sticks in my mind is like, and like there, there are games where it's like, yeah, I would never fuck, I would never buy this if it wasn't on Game Pass. Like, but since it is on Game Pass, there's no harm in me just downloading it and trying it, even if it is a mediocre game, you know, which I don't know. I don't think the the developers that are making games for Game Pass are thinking like that, but I I just wanted to bring that up as a potential. They're all everybody that's making a game today, even if you're making a game for Nintendo or you're making a game for PlayStation as an exclusive, you're looking at what's going on with Game Pass. I mean, they got to be looking at PlayStation over there and be like, "What are we? What are you guys doing? What are you guys thinking about doing? What's going on with your your network?" Because. They got to know the numbers. These guys, I mean, if we know these numbers, then what are we? We're not even like game journalists. We're just like dudes who just play games and, you know, we just skim the internet. But these guys have to be talking about this. If you're making a game, say your contract's coming up and you're making a game and you got Microsoft over there like, hey, you make really good games. Yes, we do. Yeah, I know you do. It'd be really nice if you came over here. Yeah, it would. You know, like seriously, like what? What is PlayStation and Nintendo doing? Dude, they don't have to dude, keep PlayStation I mean, or at this point. Nintendo's not even playing the same game. Nintendo's no. just doing whatever the fuck they want. They're like, yeah, we'll put Nintendo's out, put out Mario Golf their, this year. Their hardware too. Yes. Yeah. And PlayStation is selling out every single PS5 that is made in production. So 
they're fine. People are buying the games exclusively for PS5. Like, I don't think PlayStation's in trouble whatsoever. And they're and until they are, I don't think they're going to change their strategy of pumping out, you know, their first party AAA exclusives, selling consoles. They're having no trouble in that area. Um, so yeah. until they yeah. do start faltering, I don't think they're going to change their formula. It's just wild because, I mean, I know that's the reason that, X, like you but... said before, that's the reason that Xbox did change their formula is because they were struggling. Um, and that's why they had to rethink their entire, you know, strategy. And obviously it worked for them. But since it's still working for Sony and Nintendo, they're like, you know, whatever. We're just going to keep making consoles and we're going to keep making first party exclusives. So here's one thing I was thinking while you guys are talking is about. All right, if I'm PlayStation and I sell Uncharted 7, I don't know, whatever. I'm just thinking, like, God of War 15. You know, um, how do I I keep tracking the data? Because I sell the game. If it's digitally, I know where it goes. If I sell it physically, I lose track of that game. But with Game Pass, they instantly know what people are downloading. Like, there's so much data because it's all digital, right? It makes you wonder, though, like, what are they doing with that data and then saying to these fucking studios? Again, I go back to Microsoft, like, going to Bethesda, right? Dave, you said this. Wasn't it you that said, like, something must have happened where Microsoft went into Bethesda Studios and saw Starfield and were like, we, we, need, to, we need to buy them. You know, and, like, this, the way that they're looking at IPs, the way they're looking at the number, the data, and then us just seeing how they've doubled the subscribers in like all like a year <laughs> it's fucking crazy mm-hmm. you know and like yeah playstation is doing what's working right they're selling they're selling because they can sell um uncharted's and uh god of wars and spider-man games and they can sell they have those exclusives and they're great games but i just I'm just looking at trends. I'm just looking at this, and I've seen, like, the MLB show has come to Xbox. Um, Hades is coming to Xbox from Nintendo. I don't think we'll ever see Mario, but I know that Xbox is, like, getting kind of comfortable with Nintendo because they started doing cross-play before them and PlayStation did, and Nintendo was all about it, and Nintendo does not understand online gaming at all, and nor, nor subscriptions. They're just really good at making what they do. And that relationship, um, I think, is leading to Game Pass being on, on, on Nintendo. And Nintendo, and Game Pass is going to be an Android device. It's, yeah. gonna be, it's like they're putting on all the things. I can play it on my iPhone, Apple. I can play it on my Android, Google. Microsoft is putting, like, Microsoft. Dude, yeah. Is Microsoft putting will, everywhere. Microsoft will play ball with anyone. If if PlayStation let them put Game Pass on, you know, they're on PlayStations, then they would. But obviously, PlayStation would never do that. And same with Nintendo. Like, if Nintendo would let them, then I'm sure they would. Like, Xbox has no qualms about working. You know, they want to get Xbox Game Pass everywhere that they can. You know, like you said, it's on PCs. You can stream it on your fucking phone from a browser. Like, you know, they just want it as many different places as they can get it so that they build that ecosystem so that they can get the subscribers up and you know that's how part of that is i think xbox is covering they're covering the one thing that people always try and shit on xbox for is they're like no exclusives xbox doesn't have an exclusives and now they have 
so many studios and i mean as they as they get all those development cycles kind of into the meat grinder and everybody starts to get their schedules aligned like you're going to have 23 studios putting out xbox exclusives throughout the year so let's do some quick stupid math that's you know one point whatever exclusives coming out per month on the consoles so basically you're just grinding out and filling in that hole where you have so many studios pumping out so many games that like yeah you get an uncharted you know once every couple years you get a last of us once every couple years that's great but now PlayStation drops like an amazing game once a year at minimum. Yeah, yeah, and they kind of they kind of rotate they rotate their schedule. PlayStation's also but... building up their their for internal studios too. Like they sure. just bought they just bought Housemark. Um, they they bought a couple other studios recently, so they're also building up their first party studios. I feel like to compete, you know, with Xbox since they have so many. But yeah, I mean, so does that end up hurting or? Is it like a? Is it like the Civil War where like you're gonna either go with the Union or the Confederates? Like you're going with Xbox or you're going with PlayStation listen, and like listen, pick a man. side and get in the battle. Listen, well, not. I mean, well, I don't know. It's tough for me to say because I mean I have the luxury of owning all three consoles, so I really don't give a shit. Like you know what comes to where exactly. I have a PlayStation Five, I have a Nintendo Switch, and I have an Xbox One, so I can play anything anywhere I want. Um, so for me. I don't really give a shit about console wars like that. I don't know. I feel like console wars are, you know, stupid. A lot of fanboys. The reason that people do it, like, I mean, for people that can only afford one, like, say someone has a PlayStation. I mean, this was me. Like, before, I only had a PlayStation, and I was more fanboyish because I was jealous of what I couldn't have, so I had to pump up what I did have. You know what I mean? So so that's, that's kind of how it works. Like, oh, I... I have a PlayStation, like I chose PlayStation, so, you know, I have to defend what I have and, you know, shit on what I don't have. And that's how, that's how it fucking works. But now that I have everything, I don't give a shit. It's a tough problem to have there, Eric. Aww. Right. I know. I just, I <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know. Yep. I mean, that's what happens when you. Fucking video games are your main hobby. The worst part about Game Pass is that it has too many games on it. I mean, kind well, of, yeah. <laughs> Look at your music. Look at music. Look at Apple, like Spotify, uh, Apple Music. Content like, overload. Downloading, it is. You're not downloading albums anymore. You're just getting one song and getting out. And you're not really seeing the artist's entire effort. Dude, dude like, it happens it's with... changing the way we get content to me it happens with podcasts too like i have so many podcasts that i subscribe to i gotta pick and choose which ones i want to listen to like and And we're assholes making an hour and a half hour 40 minute show that's taking us a whole week how long can these guys talk about fucking game pass you know (laughs) it's true (laughs) we're getting into meta shit now but it's true like Uh... (laughs) like i gotta pick and choose how to spend my time with any kind of entertainment that i'm choosing whether it be like tv shows Fucking, we made the Netflix comparison. It's the same goddamn thing with all these different streaming services. Like, I need to know what's good, what's worth watching, what's worth spending my time with, especially like TV shows these days with hour long episodes and there's 10 episodes in a season. Like, I need to know, you know, what's good. And if, uh, you know, if I watch the first episode and the first 10 minutes doesn't grab me, I never think about that show again. It's the same thing 
with Same games. thing, dude. Same thing. And I feel bad because like 1990 Brandon would would love any of this stuff. Yeah, and I do feel bad because I like I, I made a joke when I was checking the game out and I was telling you, I'm like, man, somebody spent all this effort designing, sketching, maybe voice acting, whatever, this one scene. It's, yeah. And I'm just like, skip. Dude, I <laughs> brought that up in my, like. what I was playing with Chris Tales, like some that like i said the game looked beautiful it was beautiful hand-drawn art but then i the story and the gameplay didn't really grab me so i just stopped playing after you know 20 minutes and i uninstalled it like but some there was a team of people that spent so much time working on that like i do sometimes like feel bad like oh shit i didn't really give this game a fair shake but there's just so many other games to play it's it's tough to give each one your undivided attention it goes back to the same, like, when I was a kid, you know, fucking a Nintendo game cost, what, back six, in my day. $65, yeah. and when you're, like, 10 or 11, you don't get that much money. You get, like, a couple games a year. Like, oh, yeah. at one point, you know, I saw this cool game called Xenophobe, and I'm like, all right, it looks oh, cool. No. Yeah. It's got aliens in it and shit, and I brought it home. I spent 60 bucks on it, and it was the, like... As a kid, like, I don't understand what a roguelike is. Like, that game did not, like, I regretted that game. I regretted that purchase for so many years after I bought yeah, that listen, game. Yeah. Like, if you're it was a kid such and a you kick know in the, the game dick. is bad, then it must be a really bad game. Like, I mean, I can go back and I look at it. I played a lot it. of bad games as a kid and enjoyed them. But sure. if you know the game is bad as when you're a kid, then there's yeah and that's i mean and that's the thing where like you know i i went all in on this game because whatever it had cool box art or some dumb shit like that but the box art that's what you had to go off of that's that's all you had sometimes so now like you you know you don't you don't feel that burn as bad because you're just like fuck it delete it onto the next so kind of helps ease that pain a bit i guess if something doesn't i'm doesn't fit in your genre or like you do go outside of your comfort zone to try something new. Like, and that's the thing, like that's what game pass lets you do is go out of your comfort zone and try stuff that you would try those cheesy potatoes that you would have never tried before. Dude, if I was kids are spoiled these days. If, if a kid has an Xbox (laughs) in game in game pass, like they're set for life, dude. Like, if I was a kid and I had Game Pass that like access to that many games, I would just be sitting on my Xbox all day long playing playing. I games. know. It's like what are kids doing? I give them credit because how? How are you not playing all these games? I hope you're like doing homework. I hope you're busy you're playing Fortnite. I know they're not even playing a game on and that's a free game. Well, and it, it even kind of like yeah, we're in like this weird era where you have some of the biggest games are fucking free, you know, like with an night is free. Yeah. You know. Well, you don't have to spend until you want the banana costume. Then that sh- that banana costume is not fucking free. That's you got to give me two ninety nine for that yeah. banana. But like no. your phone has full of is full of free games, right, Dave? Do you still play Clash of Clans? Oh, I've actually, man. I've it actually big into Clash. fallen. It took me so many years, and I don't know. Lately, I've just kind of fallen out of it. I uh, phone games. All right, I've never. Yeah, I've tried to. I've tried to shift my, shift my thinking on phone games a bit because, I don't know. If I'm going to spend my time on it, I don't want to be served ads. I don't want to. 
I don't want to have to wait for timers. I don't want to have to wait for stupid shit like that. I just want to take a poop, play a what. game for 10 minutes and be done with it. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. The The problem with you is you don't have a Nintendo Switch. And I don't know why you refuse to buy one. Even yeah. You want one, maybe. No, I have a receipt but... for one right next to me. It's. I just have to wait till you October. You won't have it in your hands until October. I have to wait yeah. till October for this little fucker. Oh, that's right. You did. Got I'm going to be, gonna be on the OLED train, homie. Oh, that's nice. Oh, hey, real quick, just because it's kind of relevant, I was checking out the Steam Deck, mm-hmm. and I thought that was going to be a Game Pass competitor. It's not the case. It's not even the same thing. It's more like a Switch competitor. Well, yeah, I, don't know I mean, it's a Switch competitor. I mean, if you have a huge Steam library, now you can just play it on the go, essentially. You it's only 720. And yeah, how many people, like a, how many people compar- have so many Steam games that they can't play? Yeah. Me. Yeah, so now, like, hey, you know, all you have to do is buy the console, and then you don't have to buy shit after you buy that Steam Deck because I mean, you already have this love, giant library. Right. I would love to get that. Yeah, it's like but 550 it's fucking bucks. expensive. Yeah. I yeah. can't justify it. I can't justify the cost. I already got enough shit to play without including my Steam library in that. And it's only 60 megahertz, the screen. I was like, it's not even 120? Come on. My iPad is like 120. That's bullshit. Yeah, it's it's on par with the Switch. Uh, obviously, a lot more powerful, like internal hardware than the Switch. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I check this out. If, if I had money to Xbox burn, maybe I would buy it. What if the Xbox came out with the Companion? It's just called the Companion or the Game Pass, uh, Xbox Game Pass Mini or something like that. And it's that. It's like this screen with the controllers on the I side. I mean, that's just basically. Like, have you seen the? Have you seen the backbone controller that you can attach well, to your phone? I, yeah, I saw that. But That's I, is basically that what that legit? is, because, I mean, you can play fucking Game Pass on your phone, so you just attach say, one of those, yeah. and there you go. You got a portable Xbox. I have the website open, and I'm looking at it, and it looks goofy, but maybe it's okay. It looks... Ginormous. I've heard really good things about it, like... It okay. feels it feels comfortable, um, but okay. that's I mean that's your best way to play uh, handheld Xbox games right there. Um, but yeah, uh, I don't know. All right, well we've been talking a fucking long time. We talked a lot about this. I hope I hope people that listen to this, you know, enjoy this because I don't think many people are just analyzing just just what Xbox is doing with Game Pass. But I would love for you two to have like two closing thoughts on <laughs> if it's good, if it's bad or just what, or like, what do you think? What do you want out of game pass or everybody else like Nintendo or PlayStation or whatever want to make game pass, you know, a stadia wants to do a game pass thing. Like what, what do you guys want to close with? And then we can uh, go do our little game at the end of the episode. I mean, I think we'll go. Yeah. Eric, you go first. I think, um, I don't know. I, I think Xbox is just two steps ahead of everybody right now. I think the industry is kind of, I think it inevitably is going to go this way with, you know, streaming services, streaming video games, um, and uh, having this subscription-based service um, with video games. I mean, we have, it, we have it with movies, we have it with TV shows. It's inevitable that it's going to happen with games. And I think Xbox is just already ahead of the curve with that, and they're killing it. Yeah, I don't know okay. if I can. I can't argue with anything there. Uh, it's almost it's almost too good of a value to pass up. Like if you play a lot of games, I mean, yeah, if you're if you're just in it for the exclusives and you just want to sh- shoot 
people with Nathan Drake or, I mean, like Uncharted and God of War are absolutely worth the price of admission there, but you got to buy the console just for those to get into that. It's tough. So, I mean, my question is the 15 bucks a month is too much to argue with. Well, yeah. I mean, my question there is like eventually, because since they are acquiring all these new studios and getting more high profile games, you know, Starfield, the next Elder Scrolls, all this shit. Are they going to do the Netflix thing of hike up the price by a dollar each year or, you know, every six months? Um, so or are they going to stick with the 15 Phil, bucks? Phil Spencer says that they're not making money off of Game Pass today. And they said what they're doing with Game Pass is long term goal. They're at cost right now. And that's not surprising because that's what they did with the hardware, right? They're, even with the first Xbox, I think they have always kind of like, yeah, we're just first kind of Xbox, to they the took market. a hit on. They the took a hit. But then they kind of made money with the three. The 360 was like a big hit for them. Um, I think the Xbox One, I don't know if they made money per console. Um, but it seems like that's just like how Xbox is, especially today. I mean, they're really just trying to get people back. They're like, please buy our console. Please spend your time playing here instead of over there. Even if the game's over there, please play it here because we have Game Pass. By the way, Game Pass says ea vault by the way it has discounts by the way it has blah 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 blah. you know um it is wild what did, did you have anything else you want to say on that Dave? uh no that was about it just i i i mean it's it's tough to poke holes in it as long as as long as the developers are getting their fair shake and we're not squashing out the little guy or anything like that you know shit that i don't have you know knowledge of or anything like that I think it's almost it's too good to pass up, in my opinion. So, play more games. <laughs> yeah, all right. So, that's Xbox Game Pass. Um, we highly recommend it. It has a lot of awesome uh, indie games on there. It has a lot of family games. It has a lot of sport games. It has all the genres you're looking for. We're not endorsed by the Xbox in any way, yeah, but we see a good deal, and we yeah, it'll be nice. Um, <laughs> we we like it. Hmm. We just wanted to have a discussion about it, though, in as a whole, and just like what is it doing. So, but yeah, I think we talked about it enough. We will probably revisit it because it's insane what's going on. There's always and it's always competition's gonna something's always getting released for it, and it's always something fresh coming in twice a month. You're getting four to six games i guess technically so it's kind of hard not to not to play yep oh another thing i should mention is like just really quick um i always have to check if a game is on game pass before i decide to buy it on like switch or playstation or something like i'm always like hmm if, especially if it's an indie game i'm always like hmm let me go check real quick if this is on game pass because i've been i've done that before where i've bought a game on switch that was on game pass and i'm like shit but that was just a fun anecdote there yeah okay well i think we're done let's go take a break and then we'll play a game where eric is hosting uh i don't even know what it's called name that game name that game right. yep yeah okay all right we'll be right back then sweet Ha <laughs> ha.
And we're back. <laughs> and I had to do that a couple times, but you'll never hear them. Um, but we're back with the game. And Eric is going to be hosting this one. It is called... This is Name That Game. Um, we'll just reiterate the rules here. So basically... I have chosen five different games, um, and I'm going to read facts about each one of those games. And uh, once you guys think you know um, what the game is, you'll buzz in with your name. Um, and if you get it right, you get a point. If you get it wrong, then you're basically locked out until I read the next question and the other person has, or read the next fact and the other person has had a chance to guess. Um, but after that, you know. It's free game. So, uh, and then first, basically, after I read, go through the five games, the person with the most points wins. So, it, you know, it's possible I'll run out of facts and neither of you will get it, or, you know, so someone could okay. win with just one point. You know, so, so, uh, yeah, let's, uh, let's get it going. Oh, and there's a theme here. Um, <laughs> oh. It has to do with the episode. So each one of these games oh, is God. currently playable on Game Pass. So you can Ooh. play okay. these games right now on Game Pass. All right, let me close all my browser windows then. <laughs> no cheating. All right. No cheating. We're clear. We're clear. All right, here my we go. eyes are closed. Let's do number one. All right, here's the first fact. Every NPC can be killed, and the world will simply change and adapt to their absence. Uh, Nothing for that one? No. Dave, 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 Dave. State of the K. Incorrect. Ah, fuck it. I was to give it a shot in the dark. All right. So this next fact, I can just listen to my yep, just, just if listen. I want to yep. decide her. Okay. Soak it in there, Brandy. Here is fact <laughs> number two. Romantic options were initially considered, but the feature was eventually cut by the studio. Uh, Brandon. I mean, okay. Oblivion? No. Incorrect. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, let's move this on. Next one to is next. me only then? Uh, yes. Since Brandon guessed and got it wrong. Okay. Um, this game was publicly revealed at the Game Awards 2018 with oh, a trailer shit. debut. Yeah. Cool. It's more recent. Ah, uh, that is recent. Um, everybody can get killed. That one sticks in my brain. <laughs> Where? Know, like, what genre is it? It's got to be some sort of RPG of some kind, I would think. Yeah. If, if somebody. Or is it? No, I'm just kidding. I'm trying to think of like the, like the, I don't know, the engines were like, yeah, they have randomly generated NPCs where somebody would fill in for them. Shit. Yep. Game Awards 2018 revealed. <sighs> I don't know. Okay. All right. Move on to the next one. Um, all right. So both, it's free game here. Um, okay. And this one is going to be basically probably be a race to the finish because it's it's gonna give it away um but maybe not whatever i'll just go i'll read it the games directors created the original fallout games directors created the original fallout um all right uh dave oh wow that was close i think it was brandon i think i heard oh my god come on 
Go for I'll it. Let, uh, no, I'll let Dave go. I'll let Dave go because he's telling us more confident. So I'll, if that's a rule, I don't mind. Mm, well, well, I'm not confident. I'm not. I'm not thinking about. I heard Brandon. <laughs> first. Just shoot go. your. Just shoot your go shot ahead. and see what happens. Outer worlds. That is correct. Uh, <laughs> Good job. Is that what you were gonna say, Dave? No, I was thinking '76, but that wasn't at oh. Game Awards. That wasn't at Game Awards either, and there was no NPCs to start in that, so that's why I was stalling. Yep. Yep. Brandon is correct with one point. The Outer Worlds. Outer Worlds, you can kill any NPC? Yep. And the world will simply change and adapt to their absence. It's really cool. I know <laughs> I've killed an, an NPC before, but I didn't notice that like you could kill all of them. I just like, You can oh, kill main oops. story car- oh. main story NPCs. Yeah. That's kind of try that cool. out. Yeah, it yeah. makes yeah. me want to reinstall that dumb game. <laughs> just go on a murder run. <laughs> all right. Good job, Brandon. All right, so you got one point for that one. Sweet. Oh, All right, here we Dave, go. That was close. All right, moving on to the next game here. You guys ready? I am ready. Fire in the hole. All right. So the four songs that you can play on your instruments are Bassoon Bill, Ride of the Valkyries, Grog, Maze. Dave, and- Dave, Dave, oh, Dave, Dave, oh, Dave, oh, Dave. Oh, oh, oh. See you, thieves. Go ahead. Yep. Correct. Yes. Round nice. of applause for me. Good job. Flight these, of the Valkyries were... had it. That one, I love playing that song over and over in that game just because it's. Yep. Yep. Good job. Those ones are a little tough because a lot of them gave it away. So I was going to start like blanking sure. out words. Um, what a charming that... moment in video games is like when you yeah. get everybody oh, together that. on a ship. Just on a, a ship and just singing a sea shant, just playing beautiful graphics <laughs> and just, yeah, dude, it's so fun. Everybody picks their instrument. It's fucking fun, dude. It's very childish Best... in a good hearted way. Best sea shanties has to go out to Black Flag, though. Let's let's be honest. Oh, yeah. Black that Flag is some, very good for sea shanties. some good shanties. All right. Cool. All right, one to one. Good job on that one. Moving on to the next game. Um, all right, let's see. Where do we want to start here? Uh, ooh. Um, okay, let's start with this one. Um, there are no loading screens uh, when the planet travels from one planet to another. Hmm. Uh, Dave. Oh, Brandon. Oh, my God. Uh, Outer Wild? Incorrect. Uh, <laughs> Dave says No Man's Sky. Shoot. Also incorrect. Ah, so, so that, those go. cancel out. Those cancel <laughs> out. You guys can guess on okay. this next one. Okay, okay, okay. Good guesses, though. All right. Um, no loading Well, So there's no loading screens when you go from one planet to the other. What'd you guess, Brandon? Outer Wild, you know that Outer Wilds. Okay, yep. yeah, that was my other thought. Okay, um, let's see here. A lot of these are spoilery, but I'm trying to find one that I might just have All to. Right. Uh, spoilery. That must mean there's a story. Uh, don't don't mm-hmm. read too much into it. All right, here we go. So the first tomb the player visits in the game houses a blank named Elram. I Ilram? I don't know how to say that. Which is Hebrew said, for mighty god. Okay, you said tomb. I did, I did say tomb. 
The first tomb. There's planets tomb. and there's tombs. Planets and tombs. I mean, <laughs> sounds like a cool game already. <laughs> right? Uh, and it has a story. Don't want it to be spoiled. Uh, Dave. I'm Go gonna ahead. say... Uh, I don't know which one. Uh... Mass Effect 2. Incorrect. Oh, damn it. You can go to planets in real time. Right? I mean... Yeah, there's loading screens too. That was a dumb guess. No. Yeah. Yep, the clue was there's no loading screens when traveling from one planet to the next. Okay. 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 That... I'll just say that might be a little bit misleading, uh, but that's all I'll say about that. All right. So don't don't think too okay. hard about that one. Brandon gets this next one anyway, so right? Technically, yeah. Because I guess there, so have at right. it. Oh, my brain is going somewhere else right now. All right, let's hear it. Give it to me. All right. Um, let's just see. Uh, this one, let's see. Okay, we'll, we'll go for this one. Legendary sound designer Ben Burt provides the voice of a main character in this game. Oh man, I wish I knew who he was. I was gonna say yeah, I, I wasn't sure. I don't know Ben. You, you guys knew who he was. Um, who is this Ben Burt? Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna wait now. I'm not gonna make a move. I'm back right. in the game. Next, back next in the facts. game. Okay, these are getting into the nitty gritty. So. This this might also be a, a speed test. I have here. a game in my head. I'm ready to call for it, but I don't know. Let's, let's okay. go. Um. Let's see. Okay, this is a good one that I can modify. One unlockable skin for this character, which has a purple and green color pattern, is called Day of the Dianaga. This is a reference to the LucasArts game Day of the yeah, Tentacle. Brandon. Oh. Yes. Brandon. Oh, oh, man. Oh, actually, it's not right. I thought I was going to go when you said that last last nugget there. Um, I want to say it's uh, Jedi Fallen Order. Ding, 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 ding. See? Yes. There's no loading screen between planets there? Nope. If you think about how you... I had to think about the controls, and that's why I was like, I think I know what it no. is now. Because remember, because, you're in yeah. the ship while you're in hyperspace. You are you know, you can walk around the cabin of the ship, like the, the bridge of the ship, while you're in hyperspace going to the next planet. Technically, yeah, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, that last, that's where driven. I was going, too. Yep. I was and, trying yeah. to avoid a lot of the Star Wars-related ones. Because, I know you were. I know. You know. So it's, like, it's interesting because like, if the, I am right, oh, man, I'm so happy I got that because I Good thought job, it was Brandon. that. When I, when I changed, like, when I said, I was like, it's got me thinking. That's where I went. So I mean, right. LucasArts, you know, was a, was a hint. Mm-hmm. Good job, Brian. All right, two to one. All right, we got two more games here. Hmm. Uh, here we go. There is a lot to choose from for this next one so it's gonna be a little tougher um dave but... what <laughs> no, i'm just kidding <laughs> oh. <laughs> no go ahead dave go ahead what do you think it is go for it this is your guess uh, no. no all right all, here we go. <laughs> all right uh let's start with a like a, a semi-vague one all right 
There is a hidden face underneath the pumpkins on snow golems. Dave, Minecraft. Okay, hey! that was just a matter of whether you knew this game or not. A little bit. Number one wow. with the booyaka. Snow golems nice. got, got away because that's, okay. that's one of my defenses of my bases. You just put a little fence around, you make a snow golem, and you just let them chuck snowballs at spiders and shit to try and get near your village. Dave, yeah, knows, his, Dave knows his Minecraft. Gotta know, gotta know your Minecraft, homie. I should have started with this one. Did you know that Microsoft bought Minecraft for over $2 billion? Oh, yeah. Notch. That's insane. Notch, Notch got rich off of that one. Good for him. All right. Well, that was a good one. Good good one for Dave. All right. This is perfect. Two to two. So. Last game. Last game. Here we go. All right. Um, let us see which ones we want to choose. Ooh, okay. I don't know if that one's going to give it away. We'll try this one. All right. So this is fact number one. The ESRB was originally going to rate the game T, but after they found a mod in the game's code that sexualizes female NPCs revealing their breasts, they changed the rating to M. Oh, <laughs> no, no boobies in America. Hmm. A mod in the game. A game, I mean, like, the only game that I can think of that allows you to have mods is, like, Bethesda stuff, right? I mean, there's a lot of games with mods, but, yeah. But, but in Game Pass. In Game Pass? Dave. Do you want to we'll take just, a guess? We're just, we're just going to guess You're going to keep rolling. We're just going to guess Skyrim. Incorrect. No. Damn it. Oh, okay. That's what I was, I was thinking. Gonna, that's, I mean, mods Mods is the first thing that that's what popped in my head. So, I don't know. All right. All I right. guess I'll sit pretty for this next one then. Have at it. All right. Let's see here. Um, let me take a look just to make sure. Make sure you give Brandon a shitty clue. <laughs> Dude, you just got like handed whatever that Minecraft shit was. I didn't know I didn't know you would get that. Don't right. shit on um, Minecraft just because you don't play it. Expand your game like pass horizon. I played it. Oh I played it. I played a lot. Remember I told you the story where Jack burned down like half of our <laughs> house with lava and I was just like, dude, I'm not mad. I think that was good. I had one of those the other day where fucking Luke was in creative mode and started dumping buckets of water everywhere. And those are such a pain in the ass to clean up because there's a water source everywhere. <laughs> it's just, it's just a fucking mess. So, oh All yeah, right. you turn it back on. There's a bedroom full of like sheep, but there's not like right. four <laughs> sheep. There's like 30. All right. Here's yeah. the next one. So this is just Brandon, right? Since Dave guessed, um, hey, the collector's edition alone. of this game the collector's edition of this game is the best-selling collector's slash limited edition of any game ever. So there's sit on that one or and take a collector's a edition. Man, and it's not Skyrim. So not Skyrim. Collector's edition, and it's the best-selling collector's edition of any game. Like that has done a cl- any game ever. Yep. Yeah. Of of any uh, collector's editions. 
Of any collector's edition slash yeah. limited edition ever, yes. I wish I could answer that. My my heart says Halo, but uh, it's, I don't, yeah, I'm sorry. I'll I'll wait. I'll, I'll, it will not make a move. All right. So both of you guys are back in it. All right. So this next one. This is the fourth installment in this series of video games. Hmm. Part of my brain wants to say something, but you keep your mouth shut over there. Nothing. <laughs> 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 it can't be. I kind of want to. I need one more fact. Go for it, Dave. Go ahead. <sighs> yeah, you want him to I guess, d- so we'll be locked. I out. don't want to. I don't want to give you a freebie though in the next one. Uh, whatever. No risk it, no biscuit. Uh, I'm gonna guess <laughs> Grand Theft Auto Four. Incorrect. Ah. Is that even in Game Pass? <laughs> it is might. I know. Pass. I know. Five is, but five is for a little bit now. I was guessing. Shot All in the right. dark. Whatever. Brandon, you might have just gotten this handed to you on a silver platter. Oh no! <laughs> don't do that. I don't know, dude. I dropped the ball. Come on. Um, right, what do we got? Well, fourth maybe not. We'll, we'll go with this one. Yeah, the fourth game in the series, a game series. So. This one, okay, I'm going to blank out something here. The This is the only blank game that takes place in two eras. It takes place from the end of the third era and finishes in the first year of the fourth era. What? <laughs> <laughs> Can you say that whole thing again? Um, this is... Okay, the this is the only blank game that takes place in two eras. It takes place from the end of the third era and finishes in the first year of the fourth era. Something with eras. <laughs> yep, you got that. Huh. That was supposed to hand it to me? <laughs> maybe not that one, but maybe probably the next one. We'll, Why are you uh, laughing over there? We'll be a Did- rush. What are you talking about over there, Dave? I, uh, nothing. I got nothing. Because oh. I, I have no friggin' idea. Remember, fourth installment in, a, in, I know. in this franchise. Mm-hmm. All right. <gasps> I'm going to move on to the next one. Fine. I think I just figured it out. No, I oh, don't know. Oh, you did? Maybe. Oh. Maybe? All right. I don't know. Let's see here. Um, I'm just gonna I feel like this is gonna be a race to the finish line so I'm just gonna read the whole clue without blanking anything out Sir Patrick Stewart a veteran of oh yes Oblivion that is correct son of a bee yeah I was thinking about that one they got mods for that they got mods for that, man. They got Is mods ju- for all the Elder Scrolls. I mean, games. not on Xbox, though. On PC, I'm assuming. I mean, yeah, but not saying the mods are specific to Xbox. This is just a fact mm. about the game. Mm. Mm. Got me there. The only other game that Patrick Stewart is that I can think of is uh, Castlevania: Lord of Shadows. He does a good good job as narrator in there. Right. Yep. 
Patrick Damn Stewart. It. Nice job, Brandon. Famous. Well, it's funny is we both picked. We both knew it was like Skyrim in the beginning, and like I know I was trying so hard not to say anything. Yeah, I was trying so hard. Even I I should have said that after you said Skyrim, dude. You said Oblivion earlier too, for like when you were thinking of the the Outer Worlds. I know, I know. That's funny. funny. (laughs) No, that was good. All right, good game. Three to two. Brandon takes it. Man, Brandon won two weeks in a row. Oh my god! Oh wow! Impressive. What a lame-o. Uh, nice work. Right. Oh, thank you. Um, Good work. But do we have anything going on in the social? Oh, you know what I did? I created our uh, Facebook community. Now, listen, I will be honest, okay? I'm not that active on Facebook, but I should be. And <laughs> I, I I made one. I made it, and I, I invited you guys. And... I think what I am looking to do with that group on Facebook is to just, I want people to share things they find, honestly. I think it would be really cool if we could just curate things that we saw. It could be a screenshot of something in a movie or a game or something cool. Anything that you think that people would love to experience, I think that would be really cool if we could have like a, a place that we could do that. Cause that's kind of like what we're doing with the show. So anyways, that's my mentality, but obviously I'm open to any ideas, but, um, huh. put that together. And then Dave's been doing some stuff on the side over here with, the uh, Reddit. <laughs> yeah. Poking around Reddit, just trying to get a little, little visibility on there. Uh, nothing too crazy, but, uh, anything on Twitter or email, Eric? Uh, just the normal stuff. Follow us uh, at Nomads of Fantasy on Twitter. Um, surprise, no new emails this week. Uh, Nomads of Fantasy at gmail.com. If you want to, you know, send in your questions or comments, we'll read them on the show. Um, if you got Apple Podcasts, review us on there. Um, that would really help us out a lot. Um, give us more visibility, all that good stuff. Uh, leave your honest reviews, you know, if you think we can improve on something, we want to know about it. Just uh, let us know. Um, what else? Oh, I'll plug our Twitch channel, uh, twitch.tv slash nomads of fantasy. I'm thinking I want to do some sort of, whether it's a group stream, I might do a solo stream this weekend of something. I kind of want to stream out that uh, Game Boy Advance Harry Potter game I was talking about just because I've been wanting to play it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why I'm streaming out so many Game Boy Advance games, but that's what I'm in the mood for, so that's what I'm doing. I'd like to get some more um, ascent, ascent in this week, too. So even if I'm yeah, just even if cool. I'm just messing around and playing with it, I might try and just throw some of that out there. Yeah, that'd be fun. So follow us if you want to... Get some notifications when we go live on Twitch. Um, but other than that, uh, yeah, that's all I got. That's all I got. I thought I've oh, talked cool. enough about games. I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so hot in this room. I'm ready to ready to pass out. Well, don't pass out on us, Dave. Not yet, because we nope. gotta say good. Yeah, I'll say goodbye. All right. Yeah. Uh, well, that's Game Pass, and then next week we probably will get into. Actually, do we have a topic? Have we picked one? Probably go into a movie or a TV show. I don't know. Um, but we're looking at our schedule here, and we do have ideas. Um, some things that we're thinking about definitely is uh, October. So, Dave, what did, what were your ideas for October? That might cue up some people to get uh, aligned with what we're doing on our side. 
well, it's Halloween month, so <clears throat> maybe some horror movies, horror games. I know Eric. I really never... want us to all play through Resident Evil Seven and talk. I'm going to do it. Do a full I'm going to do it. I'll do, I'm I'll do, do it. it. I just gotta. I gotta start building up the courage now. But yep. One I'm of the things I definitely wanted to rewatch is Eric has never seen Interview with a Vampire. Yeah, I want to that, do that. Yeah, that, that is a fucking classic. So that one's definitely going to get that in the hopper. But that would okay. be good. That would be fun. All right, we'll put on your radar, everybody. That the you know, Resident Evil Seven um, and Interview with the Vampire uh, will be coming Some up in October. Spooky stuff coming up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool. Yeah. And then any ideas? Even if somebody wants to hear our opinion on something, obviously we'll check it out. But other than that. Um, I think that's it. I think we're out of here. See ya. Stay classy, nomads.